Welcome back to Hygiene Profit Leaders Podcast. I'm excited. I am April Sharp and I'm here with Brittany Smith. Hello. Yep. And we are doing part two of our organization podcast. Mm-hmm. Like we joked around on the first one. Uh, if you haven't listened to part one, this is a sequel, so it's just like a movie. <laughs> you, really you might need to go back. <laughs> yeah, you need to go back because you're gonna you've just missed the top two priorities that we told you. So stop now if you have not listened to part one. But we were just joking on, on the first one how organization just does not sound like a fun word. No. But it's so funny because nobody likes to do it, but everyone loves it when it's done. Right. Yeah, it makes like the you, result. Like if you closed your eyes right now and I said, imagine a very streamlined, organized office that runs smoothly. Like you just, you automatically get relaxed. I'm even seeing it in some kind of weird, mm-hmm. s- sultry <laughs> voice. I don't even know what I'm doing right now. Oh. Yeah, well, no, I'll <laughs> stop talking that way. Uh, but it relaxes you, even yeah. just thinking about it. Now, if you closed your eyes and I said an office that continuously has like hiccups and hangups and people are running around where's this I can't find this oh we're out of here and you look into the office and things are hanging off the shelves and drawers are open and you even said like you open up a drawer and there's you know missing pieces or trash in the drawer like I'm getting like even my voice changed when I was talking about that like I started getting like really tense and I started talking faster and I was like getting some kind of anxiety was happening you there. You do though, like, and imagine working in that environment. Like I know I told you my, my very first working interview was at an office exactly like that. I can still envision it. It's like my hands are getting kind of sweaty right now thinking about it. Yeah. And I, uh, I was supposed to be there all day for my working interview and I made it about a half a day before I like actually got lightheaded and almost blacked out yeah. because I was so tense and so stressed out that like it actually made me pass out. Yeah, <laughs> you you literally almost fainted because yes. the, the disorganization right. was making me choice. so was, so sick. Yeah. And that was that you said it was your first working interview. Yes, it was my very first working interview out of school. I was like, maybe this is not for me. Maybe I, I need to do something different. Yeah, this isn't gonna work. And yeah, no, I did not. Every office is like no, that. no, not until I went to my second office and it was the exact opposite. And I was like, oh, I can do this. Okay, never yeah. mind. All right. This is better. I, I made it a full day. It was great. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, it, it is one of those words like you don't want to do it, but you know it's for yeah. the best and yeah. you really have to do it. But I will tell you, if you just half do it, it's just not going to be very beneficial no. to you, right? No. Like you have to really commit to, mm-hmm. to making an order because it will never be leveraged and maximized if you just kind of, you know, halfway. Yeah, halfway Mm-mm. do it. So make a plan. We told you in the first like priority, make sure you calendar block, put enough time to get this done. Mm-hmm. Don't just halfway do this mm-hmm. and then it's never going right. to you're never going to have that relaxed sultry voice. Right. And hold in each your other office. accountable. Like mm-hmm. if somebody's not following it or somebody starts putting stuff in the wrong spot or not yeah, keeping blow it horn. clean, like, just like no, absolutely. <laughs> That's exactly what I was going to suggest. Like I was thinking more along like the lines of like walking to their treatment suite with those bells, like in, um, what is it? Game of Thrones? Shame, oh, shame, 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 shame. Right, the whole office just needs to shame them or if they do it. Maybe a taser? I, you could taser I mean, them. I feel like all of those are realistic and appropriate yes. punishments for yeah. what, that kind of offense. But if someone <laughs> sues you, you didn't hear it here. Uh, <laughs> no, but do hold each other accountable to like, you know, it's gonna take a while to get into a new habit and to not fall back into old habits. So like, 
in a nice way, you know, make sure that we are addressing if we do start to creep back into key. it. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so on the first part one, we talked about kind of top priorities of getting your inventory room and your patient suite mm -hmm. organized and gave you some great tips on how you can do that and start the process. And then what we're gonna do today is go over how can you prepare for the day-to-day -day being more organized and the actual appointment. Right. All right, so again, shout out to Michelle Spates. She's awesome. Uh, she wrote this amazing article and we're using a lot of her information mm -hmm. to share with you because we love when hygienists share because we're able to spread it to hundreds instead of just one person in right. your office. You don't have so. to reinvent the wheel. You're not starting from scratch. Like yep. this has been tested, it's been proven, it works. Yeah, you can so do it. day to day. I love what they do. And if you're in the hygiene boot camp, we're actually gonna send you Michelle Spates tracking that they use in mm -hmm. this particular office. So uh, she was a victim of being unorganized. She would review her charts and I think she said she just put sticky notes on all right. of the charts, right? <laughs> like she would take a- That's exactly what I used to do. <laughs> bright pink, you know, post-it note and you'd say, this patient needs x-rays. Right. He needs his fluoride. It's time to periodize. You pop that sticky on there. Uh, if, well, you can't fit it on one. So like I would end up having like this trail of stickies where they all stuck to each other. Yeah. And by the end of it, I just had like this long sticky and then they're falling apart yeah. and out of order. And out of order. And then you realize oh. the middle one's missing. And right. You, you like walk around the <laughs> office looking on the floor. Where did this, where's the middle sticky? I can't find the middle sticky. Yeah. I have no idea. Does he need x-rays or not? <laughs> that's terrible. Yeah. So that's what she was doing. So, yeah. you know, no one's perfect, but she realized right. there was an opportunity to and improve And better this. than nothing. Yeah, right? some people but don't review be their charts <laughs> at all. Yeah. So that is first, mm -hmm. like you've got to review your charts the right. day before. You have to come prepared because if not, you're reviewing right before you see the patient. Right. You're not set up for success. Right. You're wasting the time. The right. patient's waiting for you, right. you know, to come in. Right. You're getting it all confused because you just read a chart earlier. So like you need a tracking right. system that mm -hmm. the entire office uses of how to review these charts. Mm -hmm. Right, yeah, because you don't really want to be in a situation where you're asking the patient, did we do x-rays last time? Oh God, Do no. you need x-rays yeah. now? Let me go look it up. And then by then it's like 15 minutes into your appointment. That's why you don't have time for the other things. Right, <laughs> and, and it's easy to do this. Like some people are like, well, I don't have time during the day. How in the heck am I gonna, you know, pair all these charts for the next day? Mm -hmm. Well, you will find, first of all, when you've organized the inventory suite and the right. patient suite, everything just moves a lot faster. We did the math last time. Let's say this organization creates just five more minutes into your day. Right. There you go. There you go. There it is. And, and just a reminder, if you've gotten this far and you still haven't listened to the first podcast, <laughs> we set you up for that extra five minutes then. So you really do need to go back now. And listen <laughs> to part one. Um, so how she reviews this, uh, it doesn't have to be your, because they use a standard mm -hmm. sheet throughout the entire office. This isn't just Michelle's sheet right. that she uses because everyone uses the same thing. It doesn't have to be your patients that right. you're prepping for the next day. Yes. And it, I loved that part of it because yeah. it's like people, you know, you go into offices and not everybody works every single day or yeah. some are part-time, some are full-time and they're like, well, if I'm not there the next day, when am I supposed to do it? And, you know, I love that it's, it's just organized where like, if you get in that next day and you didn't work yesterday, you know somebody did it for you. And so you're ready to start that day yeah. being prepared without thinking like, oh, I'll, I'll make sure I get there early so I can fill it out yeah. without fail. Like 
you don't wake up early. You then it's raining, yeah. and then you hit traffic, and then your gas light comes on. You remember that you said you were gonna do that tomorrow. I just <laughs> don't like, understand. No. Like when it rains, I know this is <laughs> off topic. Like I don't understand why everyone <laughs> moves so much slower when it rains. Absolutely. Like there's you're Even if gonna it's sit in traffic for 21. Like it's like the sky is falling. It's yeah. water coming out of the sky. The sky guys. is falling. Like it's okay. <laughs> you can still do your regular routine right. <laughs> at the regular pace no. that you normally do. Do not go slow Panic. because it's raining. It, it kills me. I'm almost, because I have to drop kids off at two different schools yeah. and I'm on a very tight oh. timeline and almost every single time it rains, I'm pushing it no. like, because I can't get to the second one on time. So right. uh, yes. That so is, don't don't depend on that. Yes. <laughs> thinking you're going to get there early in the morning because you're not. It's you're never going to happen. No. And then even if you do, you're rushing to hurry up and get the information and you're going to miss things and you're not going to feel prepared. Yeah. And you don't have to worry about like, oh, Brittany works the day before me. I hate how she does her chart reviews. <laughs> right. That's not the way I she do it. She doesn't check all the things that I check. Yeah. So mm -hmm. because you have a system that she's universal in your practice, you don't have to worry who does your charts the right. day before. But particularly Michelle's charts, so she always has the name, uh, the doctor that they're going to be seeing that day. Mm -hmm. I love she also puts the past doctors yes. on there. So if you have multiple doctors in the office, mm -hmm. she documents which doctors they have seen in the mm -hmm. past as well. So this will yeah. make it, if you streamline the right. appointment, you don't have to necessarily see that doctor if he's in a, you know, a right. routine. But this is great because now you know how to communicate to the patient. Yes. Because if they've never seen that doctor, you need to set that doctor up for success, right? right. You and you're going to gonna say, need an introduction. Right. Right. And yeah. you, but you never want, like, I always cringed whenever, like, I would see the patient being introduced to the doctor, or even the doctor coming in, you know, for when we didn't give handoffs and being like, oh, so nice to meet you. And the patient's like, I've seen you I've three times. You, yeah. yeah, three times. Or vice versa, where the doctor just comes in and the patient's going, I, who is this, who is this yeah. right? So I love that she included that. I don't always see that, but I do think that that helps eliminate that yeah. experience. You, you just seem way more knowledgeable to your patient when you're like, yeah, yeah you saw, you know, Dr. Smith three years ago. And they're right. like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember right. that. Like, oh, they you know, yes. Sassafras. Yeah, <laughs> they know that you're paying attention to them and right. everyone wants to feel like this is, you know, we about them. You. This you're is important. their appointment. Uh, so blood pressure, they always put the previous blood pressure of the mm -hmm. patient on there. I think that's great. If you don't do blood pressures in your office, like stop right yeah. now, go to Amazon, buy you some blood pressure. Like it has, right. you are a medical provider. We have an obligation to the patient. Mm -hmm. You really should be taking blood pressures on everyone. Absolutely. Uh, of course she does x-rays oral cancer screening. Um, this is great, especially if you have an adjunctive service mm -hmm. of your oral cancer. Like they, I think they use Velscope. Yeah. So they put, do they use the Velscope? Do they not? This is a great opportunity to educate mm -hmm. them more on why they should be using the Velscope. Right. Their perio charting, fluoride products, even I like that they put products on there. So what did they go home with last time? Right. Because you can just do Have assumptive clothes with it this time. Like you went home with your Paradex. Here, you're probably out of your Paradex. I've already yes. put it in the bag. Go <laughs> check you out up front, you know? Right. Uh, medical history. And then any additional notes. So this would be like uh, outstanding treatment. This is a great uh, way to plan mm -hmm. for uh, same-day dentistry right. if you see someone on there. Uh, it's also great because she does this. You can now prepare financially for the patient. Right. Because if, how many times do you get, well, does my insurance cover that? 
And then you've got to go find a financial coordinator or maybe you have to go look it up yourself or yeah. find somebody to help you. And then by the time you figure it out, now you don't have time to do that yeah. anymore. Well, you shouldn't even be trying to find someone <laughs> because you could say insurance may or may not cover it, yeah. but you need this because X, Y, Z, right? So you right. can't let insurance dictate I feel like they your just treatment. Panic. But it is nice to have it leveraged. So if you know ahead of time, you know exactly the outstanding treatment they have, you know when they ask that question, you are ready for right. it. And you seem more prepared mm -hmm. being custom to them. So uh, it sets you up for treatment acceptance by doing mm -hmm. this. Or even pre-planning, like you said, you can make those notes of like, do they have outstanding treatment? So like. Are they going to need to meet with a financial coordinator to go over that? You know, do we need to coordinate with the doctor side and assistance to make sure, like, is this a same day opportunity? Right. Um, and kind of get that on everybody's plate so that we're all on the same page. Yeah. And she says that she fills this out in between patients. Mm -hmm. I meant she's so streamlined now that know. you know she's clean. She's got time. She's created so much time for herself. Mm -hmm. Or if a patient cancels, unfortunately, it happens right. sometimes. Then go ahead and knock out all of them. Like right. help other teammates out. Like don't just do your files mm -hmm. for the day, right? To yeah. make like you can find time Teamwork. to do this. And once you start using this, and you have a great tracking sheet like Michelle has then it's so much easier and mm -hmm. these start going so quickly. It's like putting together the, those dang goodie bags, right? Well, like you do that with your eyes closed. <laughs> yes, well, but even her, you know, her sheet where she does her prep really kind of sets her up for success for like the flow of the appointment too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So that is your kind of preparing for that day. That is a great organization tool that you should be adding. Uh, put that on your action items list mm -hmm. or homework uh, is to create that. Like I said, if you're a part of the boot camp, we are going to send you the actual yeah. tracking that Michelle uses. So you don't even have to recreate right. the, the wheel on that one. Then the next one, so we've gone through, we've organized your inventory, we've uh, inventory room, we've organized your patient suite, everything's mm -hmm. moving smoother throughout the day because now you're, your charts are filled out, you have this great new tool that you're implementing, so your day-to-day mm -hmm. -day is moving smoother. Then we get to the actual appointment. So mm -hmm. this would be your next priority of how to organize the appointment. So, but like, why the appointment, Brittany? Why not the appointment, right? <laughs> like, that's kind of where if you, you know, you've done all of this work on the front end, but if you don't have kind of a streamlined way that you want the visit to go, you can waste a lot of time and you don't even think about it, yeah. right? Like if you're taking blood pressure and you're just sitting there waiting to get the number, it's like you could be preparing for the next step yeah. instead of just standing there waiting. Like, yeah, it may be a couple seconds, maybe it's a minute, but like those really start to add up and that's time that you could already be prepared for the next thing that you need to do. Yeah, 30 seconds is like two hours out of your year I think right. because five hours for my eyeliner well then but that's 30 <laughs> only 30 seconds a day think about if it's with every yeah, single patient like that really starts to add up so even just making sure that you know you've gone through all of the work of getting your suite organized but like are you moving in an efficient way and how are you how is the flow of the visit you know, does it make sense? Or are you running around like a chicken with your head cut off, going over here to get this, and then you put it back, and then you go over here to get that, and then you can put that back. It's like, yeah. no wonder you don't have time <laughs> for yeah. anything. Yeah, and when we do our streamlining efficiency training, mm -hmm. we like how many touches, it's the lean system, like, because if you're walking to the back of the office or to the back of the practice right. to get something, and you're walking, I mean, that's 
transportation waste. Yep. So the appointment is the meat of your practice. So mm -hmm. this is really where you need to streamline it. And unfortunately, this is actually the place where I see where people, what we were saying, like halfway do it. Right. Right. Because they think they mm -hmm. have this streamlined and it's really sloppy right. like, and everyone's doing it a completely different way. They're mm -hmm. like, yeah, I always come in and I always greet them first and then I take their x-rays, then I do their blood pressure. And so they can tell me what it is, mm -hmm. but it, what you need to do is take it that next step and complete it and say, okay, while I'm taking the blood pressure, what else am I doing? Right. So Michelle does a really good job of breaking all of this down and we can share her exact day, like a, a breakdown of the appointment. Mm -hmm but you have to figure out what's gonna be best for your practice, but it really should be a standard of care that is written. Mm -hmm. Like It shouldn't just be like in your head, because right. no. it doesn't count if it's in your head, because mm -hmm. I can tell you what's in my head is completely different than right. what's in your head. Nobody written. else is doing the same thing. Yeah, so she um, also uh, recommends kits. Uh, mm -hmm. Kits are great because you know exactly what tools are gonna, mm -hmm. like what instruments are gonna be in there. So just grabbing the kits really easy. They look cleaner if you ask me. Yeah. And then you're not getting to a certain area that you can't reach and you're getting up, degloving, going to the back, mm -hmm. grabbing that special instrument. So working with your hygienist to make sure that you have the instruments that need. everybody needs, right? Mm -hmm. uh, there's, I know what I used was not probably what the other hygienists right. used, but we have to figure out a compromise, like what's gonna be the perfect kit that we can all say, yes, this, right. will, this will get the job done. Mm -hmm. And then she also talks about like, you can do all of this, you can have this written standard of care down, but we teach this in our trainings, that your patient will remember 6% of what you mm -hmm. tell them, but 100% of how they feel. Right. So we're not making this organized standard of care for the appointment without keeping the patient experience there. So make right. sure that you don't strip that away when you're creating you know, your standard of care for yeah. this appointment. When the flow goes you know, naturally, it's a lot less stressful than if like, when you're running around and you're stressed out and you're trying to cram a bunch into a little bit of time, like everybody can feel that and the patient does not feel relaxed. They feel rushed yeah. and they feel stressed. Yeah, and if you're part of the hygiene boot camp or your leadership in the box, I think the second one, the theme is all about time yes. time management and we give you tracking sheets mm -hmm. and so good. But when you do that, you have to remember, yes, you need to track this so you can figure out where you need to clean up time, but at the same time, like don't make that a priority over the making the patient feel welcome to right. that appointment. So, uh, of course, she talks about the four-minute rule. Mm -hmm. like we have to make sure that we include them in our conversation mm -hmm. and that it's personal and mm -hmm. uh, they feel like that we're listening to them and that right. we care for them. And um, when they told us that their daughter's getting married, like we genuinely care about that. Right. So let's talk about it. Let's exactly. bring it up. Hey, do you have pictures? Yeah, but I love that she kind of continues that. She, you know, as she's taking the images that she was prepared to take because she knew she was going to take them. Mm -hmm. So she already had it in the suite when she brought the patient back. She can continue that conversation so they can catch up and they do maintain that relationship. But also, you know, that's kind of the time where she can 
interrupt to say if anything's been bothering her because she's in the middle of taking those images, she can take the additional ones that are needed before, you know, waiting till the end of the visit and then the doctor comes in and yeah. trying to do it last minute. And she's intentional when she's doing these conversations. Right. So it's not just like you're, right. you do not need, just gossip. Yeah, it's you like do need the eye to eye, knee to knee um, at first to mm -hmm. like kind of build that conversation. Mm -hmm. But then you can start to add the movement right. in and multitasking at the same time. Right. I love that, you know, after she does her x-rays, she does her blood pressure and obviously medical history at the same time because they go right. hand in hand. But she's so intentional that she knows when the blood pressure is being like, you know, the machine's doing its job, that right. she even has a plan of what she does during that time. So she pulls right. up her patient charts and she puts the sensor back mm -hmm. up for the, you know, the x-ray. So that's what I'm saying that like, most people halfway do it is because they have an order per se. Right. They can say x-rays, blood pressure, medical history, but I want to know how are you multitasking this? Right. So when you're doing that blood pressure, what else are you doing? So mm -hmm. that's how you have to take it that step further and right. being really intentional with every second of that appointment. But she even goes into uh, what charts that she brings up, like uh, mm -hmm. the certain order of, you know, bringing up these charts to update. Uh, so she's not just like, oh yeah, I forgot, I need to bring up, you know, my period <laughs> charting and right. then you have to declub and get back up and go through all of this. And again, do this as a team. Don't have one person dictate like how this is going to be done right. because you're going to bring a perspective of, oh, I do it this way and it's actually a lot quicker. And like, oh, I love that. Yeah. yeah I, why didn't I think of that? Right. So um, she even goes into how she like the time spent on the handoff with mm -hmm. the doctor. So making sure that he's prepared and you don't have that awkward, you know, moment of you know, right. did you meet me? Did you not meet me? So down to every second of her appointment, she knows what she's going to be working right. on. Well, and even when she calls for the doctor, right? Like she has this kind of like mapped out of like what makes the most sense to be efficient to like, okay, at this point is when I need to call the doctor for the exam and then I do this and then I do that. It's like, it's so detailed and like this order might not be the exact order that works in every single office, but like what does yeah like what does make the most sense where can you do that multitasking and prepare for each next step the best way yeah and and like i said you have to do this in bite size like take your most um common appointment mm -hmm. first you know your your recare with x-rays right. your recare without x-rays your recare with pair you know know that when you are taking x-rays you don't pair your chart it's always right. when they don't need x-rays you pair your chart don't add more time consuming all into one right. appointment that doesn't right. make sense uh, so then you break it down to your root plane and scaling appointment. So like I said, you have to take bites out of this. You can't just do one appointment, organize it and have a standard of care for it and think it's going to, mm -hmm. you know, match every single appointment because it just mm -hmm. won't. You're putting, you're trying to shove a round peg in a, a square right. hole, right? right? So you have to take the time to do it for each particular one. But now that you've done all this organization, you've got your inventory room, your patient suite, your daily routine down, the appointment, you're just gonna have more quality time with the patient now. Right. 
you're gonna not feel stressed. It's a great added value for that appointment when you do have that extra time to maybe look through the pictures at the wedding, right? right. And just, you're gonna have a better day. It's gonna relax the environment for the, the yeah the patient and you. the team and the doctor <laughs> everybody um, so again you got to take this in bite sizes because mm -hmm. what we just went through the part one and part two it should take you at least six months to do this oh yeah like this is not like a one day project yeah like I, I know we're saying it in 15 minutes in <laughs> podcast but no. yeah that's not the reality it, it sounds so easy You're like yeah we really should do that but the problem is if you don't calendar block it you're not intentional mm -hmm. it will never get done we'll come out to your office for the next training and say let me see that standard of care it's and not you're not going to have it or you're going to have you know a very sloppy word document right. for that one maybe appointment that you Dig have it out of the drawer yeah so you have to uh, make sure you schedule time yeah. for this get everyone on board that was a tip that we shared in part one if you cannot do this by yourself no. uh, or it'll never continue it will not right. it, you know have longevity and even just knowing how to plan because you know one of my favorite exercises is getting the doctors and the hygienists and the assistants all into different groups and get everybody to write out what they think the doctor wants ready for them when they walk in yeah. for their exam and every group has something totally different written down so yeah. like you have to work as a team because you might get this great process of like we're going to have this ready for the doctor and this is what i'm going to call them and this is what's going to happen and this is my handoff but like have you had a conversation with the doctor that there's not something else that they also want you to be doing during yeah. that time so like make sure you're all on the same page and like it's going to take some time and you know put it in place test it see what's working, reevaluate, find room for improvement. It's a continuous process. It's not just right. one and done. And it, it really, like continuity is just gonna build more trust for you. Like patients mm -hmm. crave continuity. They yeah. wanna know, I mean, fear is the number one reason they don't come there. Yeah. So they need that continuity yeah. because if everything stays the same and it's nice right. and smooth, they, know they what to feel, expect. yeah, they know what to expect and they feel comfortable there. So, uh, so put this on your calendar, start battling this beast of organization. You're going to thank yourself six months down the road when this is all said and done. We would love to reach out to hygieneprofitleaders.com. Mm -hmm. You can share your stories with us like uh, I always say record it like yeah. like the whole process what like I said I was about to do with my closet yes. and share with other hygienists Before like if they can photos. see someone Ooh. else doing it yeah. it gives them kind of motivation all right this is what we're gonna do for our department yes. so make sure you go to hygiene profit leaders to check out our other podcast like us subscribe to it click all the buttons that you can when you go to hygiene all the Pro good ones all the good ones <laughs> uh, leave us some great reviews yes. uh, if you have something negative to say about us just email Alice. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, we will listen to any uh, input that you have. Just don't leave it on that review box. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and um, make sure you join us for our live streamings. These are videos where you get to uh, get great content, but be with other hygienists as they chat and share their live stories. Live Q&A. Yep. Live awesome. Q&A. You go to hygienelivestream.com and you can see all the dates that we have for those and you can get registered. Yep. You have to be registered to watch them. Put it on your calendar. you get a password to get in. So if you don't register, you don't get to watch and participate. And then I know we talked a lot about the hygiene boot camp. This is great accountability and support for your hygiene department. Additional, you do, we do webinars, leadership in a box, media 
meeting mock-ups. We do, mm -hmm. we basically give you the agenda for your meetings. Great material, really great material. So go to hygienebootcamp.com if you want to learn more about that. Thank you guys. I can't wait to be on here for the next podcast, season three. Check us out. All right. Thanks, guys.